Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. Welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, and today you have myself, James Nopum, and one of our BHP ambassadors, Ronnie Belfield. How you doing, Ron? Doing good. How you doing? Good. This is uh this is my first little test out of the basement to see how the uh, podcast goes here by myself. The kids are in bed, all the washers and dryers are off, so we're gonna see how smooth this heads out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you joined the Ronnie? Ron, uh, is it Ronnie or Ron? What should I call? You? Whichever one you want to go okay. with. I answered about anything. <laughs> so do I. Um, Ron joined the uh, ambassador program we have through BHP, and uh, you know he's sent some awesome pictures already. So, so what do you think of the program so far? Uh, it's awesome, man. I'm uh, I'm happy with it. I like reading all the uh, updates and topics. Um, the way you know we have things set up with the the product users that we have, and and uh, it's it's cool. I uh, I got my uh, Fotec BTX from you guys there a few weeks back, so. It's a set up, ready to roll, and I've been uh, shooting quite a bit with it, so I couldn't be happier with it. It's a, it's definitely a neat little deal you guys got going on, that's for sure. Yeah, thanks. We've been trying, man, and uh, you know we just want to get more and more people into hunting. We thought it'd be an awesome way to get more people involved with us, you know, and and we'll see what happens from this year. You know, we just started. I think we've got about seventy people right now. Uh, or hopefully, we can push it over to a hundred, maybe two hundred by the end of the year. You never know. Get yeah. some more cool stuff going. Get some more, you know, companies involved with some more discounts. It, it should be pretty cool. That's our goal. Yeah, the discount list is is definitely impressive. There's a uh, there's some really good products that we can get get some deals on. That's for sure. Yeah, man. You know, we're not in it to make a bunch of money. Basically, everything that we're getting, we're putting right back into the programs. <laughs> yeah. And it's all in my little office in my basement. It's, nice. it's, not, it's not in the BHP studio. It's all here. I'm looking at about 100 hats, and I can barely move in here. All I can get in here is do is talk on my computer, do a little, do a little editing. But that's about it. But it's it's yeah. worth it. It's fun. So, uh, so what what do you got going this year as far as hunting? Where, where do you where are you from again? Uh, Missouri. I'm about 45 minutes south of St. Louis. So. Um, I live in the town I actually live in is DeSoto. It's a, uh, it's just a little bitty town where, uh, only thing we have here is the railroad and a super Walmart. And it's pretty much what we got going on. <laughs> probably some big deer. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's some nice ones running around. Um, I've, I've been lucky, uh, last, last few years to, to take some nice bucks. Uh, my girlfriend, she killed a really nice one on, on the farm where I killed a, a 10 pointer at two years ago. And uh, she killed a nice 10. But um, 
there's definitely getting to be more and more uh, bigger bucks. They had the point restriction um, enforced for several years, and they actually just took that away, which I really wish they wouldn't have. Oh, that's too bad. They had to have it, had that four points on one side. There's some counties that still have it, but a lot of Missouri doesn't have it anymore because a lot of people were complaining about it because they weren't able to shoot everything that walks past them. So um, I guess they finally kind of gave up on it. But, you know, it, it was restricted during youth season. Youths could kill anything. You know, it didn't matter what it was. It could have been oh, a spike. Yeah. I have no problem um, with that. And that was legal. But, you know, adult season um, and bow season, they had to have at least four points or more on one side, which, I mean, I have no problem with that. You know, I mean, I yep. guess when everybody's getting into hunting, you want to shoot the first thing you see, and that's fine. But I've been – doing the hunting thing for several years now so i mean it doesn't really pique my interest to kill you know a little buck i'd much rather wait and and have a chance of hanging him on my wall in a couple of years but yeah and then does. that's what i'd wish they would do here but mm-hmm. nope it's the two buck thing and you know the orange well, army comes out that's a good that's one great thing about bow hunting is you got about a month ahead of head start six weeks head start on them <laughs> so. yeah exactly yeah that's what um I got I got I got into bow hunting when I was like 16, I guess, and um, I've been doing it ever since. And it's just a man, that's a whole new rush. I mean, you know, I still like to gun hunt just because that's what I started out doing. Yeah. But um, you know, if I definitely had to sit and hand pick what I'm going to take to the woods with me, I'd much rather pick up my bow. Oh yeah, I love um, bow hunting, but I, I, November 15th, I still take the gun out. <laughs> oh yeah, that's something you got to do. You know, it's <laughs> just yeah, it's something you got to do. You started doing it, so it's like you have to do it every year. But yeah. They uh, they've done some changes in Missouri, some things I definitely agreed with, and some things I haven't agreed with. But they uh, they did take us down to two bucks here. Uh, we mm-hmm. used to be a three buck state, um, but they did drop it to two. Which I guess in the beginning it's like, man, that kind of sucks. But yeah. I mean now now that I kind of look and see, it gives you know it gives deer a lot, little little better chance of growing up maybe instead of just instead of shooting that hundred twenty inch deer when you see the first week october you know yep. you maybe kind of hold off on something a little bigger and let him grow yeah i think i i always buy the combo tag here in michigan and i've never filled it so yeah <laughs> so that's always, what, i mean I, I mean i've never killed three bucks yeah. in a year here in missouri i mean there's a lot of guys that do but i just i i'd never have the most i'd ever killed i've ever killed is two bucks in a season we have unlimited does um, oh yeah with archery and uh so it's a good way to fill the freezer and i got a couple places i hunt that's uh they're kind of rural areas on the outside of city limits, but uh, they're just kind of overrun with deer. You know, the, the population's way too high, so oh, yeah. I get to go there and, and fill a few doe tags and fill the freezer up. I know the first time I don't buy that that combo tag, I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, you always want to have that backup plan just 150, in case. 150, 160, okay. Yep, exactly. And that doesn't happen in Michigan ever, so yeah but. <laughs> yeah but we've uh we've definitely been growing some nicer deer um northern missouri there's a place i got i hunt up there i'm in on a lease with a buddy and um there's some really really nice bucks on camera up there um last year had had a couple that were just giant and uh so they're they're even bigger this year and i actually didn't even get to go up north last year i was fortunate enough we built a house and uh on the property that we actually built on i killed both my bucks this year out of the same exact tree and uh so i didn't even have to go up there i was kind of i definitely wasn't upset about it that's for sure but um (laughs) i was able to kill an eight pointer september 26th with my bow um 
very early season. Ours starts September 15th here and uh, killed him September 26th. And uh, after he dried out, he was 144 and an eighth. So he was a, you know, it's a, it's a hog daddy of an eight pointer, yeah. but yeah. And I, uh, I ended up killing a buck during gun season that I, I kind of wish I hadn't now. Um, he had 13 scorable points, but he had nine points on one side. And uh, I got pictures of him from the beginning of September when he was still in velvet. And at one side, it looked like it was just, I guess, grew like the, you know, he just, he had a G2 and a G3 and a main beam, but they're all broke. It looked like they were grown, you know, abnormal. Hmm. And um, so I, I said that if I had got the chance to kill him, I was going to just to get him out of the gene pool. And uh, sure enough, the second day of gun season, uh, that's yeah, it was a Sunday morning. Had two does come through, and I was watching the does, and I heard grunting coming from the bedding area, the same bedding area that I killed that eight pointer out of. And uh, I seen him coming, I knew it was him, and uh, I killed him. And after I got down and walked over to him, I realized that he had been broke off. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it was a major bummer because that deer would have been an absolute giant this year. Um, it was uh, even with with half his rack pretty much broke off. He still scored 126 inches. Jeez. And uh, it was just, it would have just been, you know, if you would have matched on both sides, you, you would have probably been the upper 40s. But, yeah. um, you know, this year he would have just been an unbelievable stud. But he had palmation on his brow tines, and it was just everything you wanted. But <laughs> I guess you live and learn, I guess, during yeah. gun season. It's pretty tough to tell, you know, what, what that stuff is. But he, uh, he's he got a spot on the fireplace now. I did a European mount, so. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. you never know, man. Yeah, you know it's hard, especially. So I've really only whitetail hunted in Michigan. So, you know, one forty comes along, and that's basically the biggest deer that ever came off the property I grew up on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I would shoot that no matter what. <laughs> so. yeah, I uh, I don't I don't think I can let a one forties walk past me. It's no. uh, I've killed some nice bucks, but not enough to let something like that go. Mm-hmm. I mean especially around home here i mean we we have one bean field across you know it's probably well it's exactly a mile from my house and um other than that we got hay fields that sometimes have some clover mixed in with it and just a lot of big timber so they have plenty of acorns every year but you know we just don't have the agricultural here is what we do up north and you know the north deer gets so much bigger you know the deer i killed on here guys would probably laugh at up north but um it's it's amazing the difference once you start transitioning from where I'm at as you get closer to Iowa and you know stuff like that. But, oh yeah, that's for sure. So do you ever hunt anything else? Do you ever go on trips? Yeah, um, I went to Texas two years ago on a bow hunt um, in Sweetwater, Texas, which is like Western Texas. Um, that was a it was a three thousand acre ranch. It wasn't high fence. It was just a uh, just a ranch that uh, my cousin, his best friend, owns it. And uh, I went down there with them to uh, hunt. And Texas is a very target-rich environment. There's a uh, you can like kill just about anything down oh, there. Oh yeah. But uh, the the deer numbers that they have is just uh, baiting's allowed down there, and that's the only way you're gonna ever kill those deer in that part of the state because it's just sagebrush and mesquite. Oh, and you pull them out of the sunderos. I watch those yeah. like bucks of Tecumati yeah. and watch those guys. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's exactly what when you watch that. That's what I was in. That's and, cool. uh, you know, they got feeders and stuff that go off and, and they come in and, uh, I mean, I would see just crazy amount of numbers of deer. Um, I was actually, uh, 
I shot a, I was able to kill a trophy buck, a management buck, and I could have killed up to five does, but I didn't need to do that. <laughs> um, I ended up shooting one doe. I, uh, I shot a management buck and wore out that part I'm at is, is really bad with coyotes and, uh, a lot of other predators. And I actually, uh, shot him high, hit him in the spine. I, I put a second shot on him, uh, called the guy that owned the ranch, told him what, you know, that I shot that manager buck. He, cause I, he had tons of pictures of him yeah. and, uh, he said, all right, I'm going to come get you. We're going to come back to the, you know, the camp. We'll let him expire and then we'll come back and uh, we'll pick him up. I said, sounds good to me. I was down there in November, so it was cool, you know, at that time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, actually whenever I got back just from the two hours, maybe my deer was gone. They, uh, they drug it off and we couldn't even find it found some hair and that was it so whether it was a pack of coyotes uh whatever else whether it be you know mountain lion or whatever else but it was it was gone in a hurry (laughs) so um something else got to snack on it not me so i was kind of of a letdown but uh it was uh it was fun man it was a great trip um i was going to uh i'm gonna hunt uh, uh, illinois this year oh that's cool um so that'll be a cool trip other than texas i've never hunted out of state but um, around here, you know, we like to chase whitetails, turkeys. Yeah. Um, I like to predator hunt. Um, you know, coyotes or fox or anything like that. It's it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of hogs in Texas, where you, where you were at? Yes, actually, where I was at, there was a lot of hogs. I never got the opportunity to shoot one. We seen some. A guy I was down there with, he killed one. Um, but they're they're pretty aggressive in oh, Texas, yeah. which is uh. I wasn't used to, you know, because we're starting to get some hogs in Missouri now, southern Missouri, and um, they're not nearly, like, as aggressive. They're really skittish where we're at. Yeah. And, um, I mean, if, if you, they can't see real well, so, I mean, you can uh, you can do a lot of moving, but they can smell you. Um, but they're just, you know, they, they, they sense something's wrong or you shoot one, man, they just, they scatter and, and they're gone pretty much seeing any more of them at that spot it's going to be slim and none but down there in texas i mean it was that's one thing they told me about uh if i ever stumbled upon one with any young ones or whatever to go the opposite direction because apparently the mom would uh would try to handle the situation <laughs> so so not only did i carry a bow with me i also uh, packed a sidearm just in case but <laughs> yeah that's for sure yeah we had some guys go shoot some hogs at, at a ranch somewhere and i mean geez, oh, geez. these things will not die you know everyone wants to shoot them with their bow and end up you know loading them up at the end with the handgun oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah They're it's uh, it's pretty yeah it's pretty tough just to get one with a with any kind of archery equipment you almost got to back it up with a with a something a little more powerful yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah they're fun to chase around though oh i bet i've seen these guys shooting them out of uh helicopters with ars i'm sure that'd be a good time <laughs> that right there would be something on the bucket list i mean who doesn't want to get in a helicopter with a semi-automatic rifle and shoot pigs i mean i don't know uh, that, was, that would be great if that doesn't sound appealing to you i don't know what will yeah i really don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i don't think i i don't think we're going anywhere extravagant this year i think we we leased some property and we've seen some good bucks i think we're going to focus on that and probably yeah. head back to Canada in twenty or twenty eighteen. Go after another bear. That that's something I want to do right there. I want to I want to kill a bear. Yeah, it's I a, think that'd be a good time. It's an awesome trip. We went to uh, White River, Ontario, and I mean, 
15 out of 16 guys got a bear. The one guy that didn't just was waiting for a bigger one. They're wow. just all over. Yeah, it sounds like it's a pretty good spot. Yeah, they're in the town. They're sitting in front of the restaurant. They're in our, you know, underneath our campers. Wow. <laughs> it's just crazy. Yeah, it sounds like there might be a need to be some thinning out going on. Yeah, but the problem with Canada is there's no sidearm, so. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. You got a can, can of bear spray and an arrow is about all you got. <laughs> yeah, that your odds aren't real high, I don't think. No. That blackberries or black bears aren't very crazy. For the most part, yeah. But it's still it's a it's experience when you're up there, your phone doesn't work and you're you don't have a walkie-talkie and they drop you off and you're not going to see them for eight hours at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how I was in Texas. Um, but when they on my way down there, my cousin was telling me, he said, you know, this area here's got anything that can stick you, prick you, or bite you. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's good. That's good to know. And he, you know, he said, you know the warned me about how bad you know the coyotes were down there and i'm like oh cool and he's like and just so you know this is the capital of the rattlesnake roundup <laughs> and i'm like this is not gonna be a good trip i'm already my anxiety was going crazy and i hadn't even like got to where we were going you know <laughs> and uh he wasn't kidding though i mean it's it's rough country that's for sure and i definitely uh i stepped very tenderly i guess you could say to make sure i didn't hear nothing warning me before it nailed me in the leg or anything like that so <laughs> It's uh, it's definitely one of those trips. It's fun, but as a Missouri guy, I'm not used to that kind of stuff. So I was kind of on edge for the majority of it. But <laughs> I bet <laughs> it's definitely a trip I want to do again. Yeah, you settle in pretty quick. It took me I'm, about three hours, and I felt comfortable. I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I guess my biggest concern was like, of course, me. I, I just I over over. I just looked at everything way too deep. Yeah. And. Uh, but like every step I took, I was like watching three feet around me to make sure another one wasn't moving. Yeah. And every time I cr- climbed into a ground line, because down there they don't have, they had like one tripod stand that was sitting in a oh. mesquite tree, and they had one ladder stand. <laughs> they had had two sections of ladder on in a mesquite tree because it wasn't even tall enough. But other than that, all they do is on ground blinds. So like every time I stepped into a ground blind, I made sure I definitely like double triple check because i did not want to step in there with a rattlesnake you know no, what I mean? that's 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 a different cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you would see me levitate if that was, if that was the case but <laughs> oh man so yeah well uh that's pretty good man well i appreciate you calling in you know doing my little test for me here and hey, I appreciate, not a problem. appreciate all the work you've been doing and pictures you've been sending not not a problem There's, there'll be a whole lot more we're uh we're in the process now of brush hogging stuff and getting ready to do some food plots. So uh, we did some video today of, of brush hogging the fields and all that good stuff. So we'll uh, we'll put together some videos and some more pictures and hopefully here in the next uh, couple months, both seasons we roll around, you'll have some some pictures of some of some bucks in there too. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I know we got we got to get our cameras out there too. I just went and bought a bunch of batteries, start setting them up. Word on the street is they're starting to come back, so better get to yeah. work. Yeah, we've been we've been getting pictures. Uh, I leave mine out all year. Yeah. Um, I just go in and, and swap out cards and batteries and leave them just to see what they're doing whenever I'm not around and everything else. But um, we've been getting some pictures of some really nice bucks. I've got I've got a couple that are good ones, and I got one that he's really going to be something. I I cannot wait to see what he grows into. He's he's already got a big frame on him, and uh, I got pictures of him. I guess uh, five weeks ago. 
I put a food plot in six weeks ago for early season, and I got a picture of him a week later, and it looks like he's got soda cans growing on the top of his head. So Jeez. <laughs> uh, we nick, we nick, we nicknamed him Soda Pop. So we'll see. Uh, he's already transitioned into. He's going to be at least a ten. So I mean, I'm anxious to see just what he grows into because he's he's got a heck of a start already. That's awesome. Great man, I'm excited for you. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully I got something like that on camera waiting for me. <laughs> I hope you do too. I hope you do too. Uh, well, thanks, and uh, we will keep in touch for sure. Yeah, it sounds good, man. All right, you have a good night, man. You too, buddy. All right, bye. All right, bye. So there you have it. We talked to our uh, friend Ronnie Belfield from the Ambassador Program. He's been sending some awesome pictures. A lot of these guys have sent so many cool things. You know, they're getting real involved. They're getting their whole crews involved in this, and um, and you could tell just. To, get other guys pushing the BHP brand to their friends and their family and their followers on Instagram, you know. We just want this to to lead into something bigger. We want everybody to be involved and just share love of archery, you know, get your kids involved, get all your friends involved and just, you know, have fun, man. That's what it's all about. You see how excited we are talking about the the deer coming up and hopefully, you know, I have some stuff on my camera too. And I'm excited. I need to get to work. Although the problem was with me is my property's two hours away, so I got a lot of work to do, and my wife has a big calendar in front of me, so I got, I guess, I got some figuring to do. But, but anyway, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Boner Planet Podcast, and uh, see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.